Some people got into rock and roll because they enjoyed playing their various instruments, be they guitars or drums or what have you. But many others, myself included, became interested in becoming rock stars on noticing that they're irresistible to the opposite sex, or in some cases, the same sex. No survey of the music's most notable practitioners would be complete without Fred Mercury of Queen, for instance, singer-songwriters Elton John and James Taylor, or David Bowie. One of the first to admit to being bisexual, which was the time-honored first step out of the so-called closet in which gay musicians and dancers, interior decorators, hairdressers, longshoremen, shortshoremen, Olympic high divers, lowriders, and construction workers used to confine themselves for fear of being shunned by polite society, and impolite society too in many cases. In any event, or at least select ones, things can be a little bit dicey in one's early days as a rock star. I remember one time when my band Little Sigmund and the Flipouts entertained at a local Southern California high school. All of the school's prettiest young women crowded to the front of the stage to stare longingly at our crotches as we performed, to the considerable displeasure of the so-called jocks who imagined themselves to have won the girls' hearts by being so skillful and valorous on the field of play. You might have imagined the jocks would have scolded their girlfriends after the performance, but in fact, they set upon us as we were loading our meager equipment into the back of Sigmund's Volkswagen and beat us into unconsciousness. Sigmund himself has yet to awaken from his coma some 51 years later. I try to send a bouquet every year on his birthday, but I'm not going to pretend I don't sometimes forget for decades at a time. It isn't as though he appreciates the flowers, which I suspect orderlies take home and give to their wives or girlfriends, and forgive me if that sounds heterocentric. Once having changed the band's name and become the toast of four continents, and at least nine islands, we were able to hire big, muscle-bound experts in various esoteric martial arts to protect us from jealous boyfriends and what have you. The problem is that our bodyguards very quickly got in the habit of intercepting our most gorgeous admirers and telling them that they had to interact erotically with them, our bodyguards, before being allowed into our dressing room. Very often these erotic interactions would be so protracted that we'd have to haul ourselves to airport or heliport or what have you before we'd had time for a single indiscretion with a Victoria's Secret lingerie model or porn actress, though porn actresses generally preferred hair bands. I'd like to tell you I've interacted with Stormy Daniels, real name Miriam Horowitz, but I haven't. Though I have come to believe she's more qualified to be Secretary of Education than, for instance, Betsy DeVos, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford. Rumor has it that as a younger woman, Bets bedded more than a few of the biggest names in Christian rock, which leading theologians agree probably isn't offensive to the Lord thy God. Consensual nomenclatural coitus not being listed as an abomination in either of the two testaments, AM or PM. One thing I've noticed since I gave up rock and roll for podcasting is that many of the most voracious groupie despoilers in the genre wind up marrying down-to-earth gals they first met back in Sunday school. I guess it's true that when all is said and done, water really does find its own level, and also lemonade and Red Bull for that high-energy, low-intelligence crowd. You know the type. More tattoos than teeth and make America great again ball caps usually turn backward even in bright sunlight. America's favorite, the elderly head of sexual expatriate, humorous, John 